Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to a court of fairies and fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. This is going to be a great episode. I'm actually excited because I feel like we haven't done one of these in a while and I miss theories. Yes, talking theory. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a mini so yep. there are spoilers. Yes, mass multiverse spoilers. So across <sighs> all of our series is... Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Like, as I'm looking at this, they're like... There might be one or two that like aren't mass mm-hmm. multiverse, but like most of mine touch on it. Yeah. So. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> At this point in the Sarah J. Mass world, mm-hmm. if you have not read all three books, don't listen to this podcast. Go read. Like just finish <laughs> the freaking books. It's worth it. It's it a, is. Here's the thing. I love listening to Sarah and I talk. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Yep. I edit our podcast and listen to our podcast mm-hmm. for funsies. Um but go, Sarah J. Mass is better than us. Go read she the books. <laughs> Not to downplay us. We're no. great. But um, so we have a theory time. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of good ones, which are mostly credited to a person on TikTok that I will share. But God bless her. So I'm like so <laughs> stoked about this. I can't wait to hear all these. Set. Say most of mine are like smaller mini theories. Okay. But that's fine. We can break them up if you want to. If yours sure. are all big, crazy theories, we can do my small little ones in between. Okay. Well, I do have, I have one smaller one that I think is a fun one to start with. That what? is actually mm-hmm. not multiverse spoiler three, but like a what if question. Okay. So you can hang out for this one yes. spoiler. Um, what if? So we just recently read the read the section where like rune was talking to like the autumn king mm-hmm. um and cormac about like you like why'd you betroth bryce and the autumn king's like cormac's the son i wish mm-hmm. i had blah, blah, blah. and he just said certain stuff that has me wondering if because bryce was like why would the autumn king do this right like what if he knows like Cormac's a spy. What if he knew, like, bringing him here would help the, like, but like, what if the Autumn King is in on it? Like, what if he's a rebel, basically? Yeah, I here's okay, yeah, Not, or, or maybe like a supporter. 
of well, the cause. Well, l- yeah, let me like backtrack slightly. If you listened to the name definition mini so mm-hmm. his name meaning is like lone warrior. And he's yeah. always in his thing, doing his studies or whatever. So like I'm convinced the Autumn King mm-hmm. has shit figured out yep. or is trying to like find a way to beat the Asteri. Okay. And I wonder if he knows Cormac's a spy, mm-hmm. is proud of Cormac for being a spy mm-hmm. because he says something like Cormac's the son that I always wish I had. Yeah. So what if he's like proud of Cormac for being the spy and like he knew that and had that engagement to Bryce set up to like bring them together because he said something along the lines of like Bryce will Bryce will be at the altar like and he was so mm-hmm. sure yeah about Bryce being at that altar mm-hmm. and I'm like why would he be so sure that Bryce would be there except if he had like a master plan to try to like Mm-hmm. use this spying or getting Bryce to like help with he like knew Bryce would want to do this yeah and then he even said back in CC1 how like Bryce reminded him of himself and it's mm-hmm. like what part of himself what if there's this like rebel side that we don't know about the Autumn King I don't know just like a lot of like it's an interesting like what pondering yes. yes like I don't think the Autumn King like I don't think that engagement was just for Mm-hmm. Faye, like no royalty politics or whatever like i think the autumn king is trying to beat the asteri and i think that was part of his plan oh i think and he's, i think he knew about cormac i know everybody hates the autumn king but like i think he's good deep down and i think he's got all this stuff planned he could okay i think he can be a shit person yeah but be doing good things mm-hmm. for yeah. the cause mm-hmm. i don't know i agree anyway. So that was like a what if. That's an interesting what if. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I This is not a theory. I probably should have done it before you even started your what if questions. Oh, I'm sorry. But this just like somebody, um, I'm shouting out Ashley B for sending this okay. video to me because it just like gave me all the feels oh. and it's just like Sarah J Mass themed, but oh. it's about Throne of Glass. So did you know? <gasps> That the last line in Throne of Glass is the last line in Kingdom of Ash. No. Yes. And it's tell me tomorrow. I'm going to cry. That's I was like, why am I getting emotional? Like, but uh. I got so emotional when I watched this video. I was like, oh my gosh. I don't know why. But it like brings me like teary eyed. I'm not even an emotional person, but I was like, it got me. I'm super emotional right now. Right? This was not what I needed to hear. I'm sorry, but I was like, I love this. I need no, to share I did. this. I did. That was, like, that is so, oh, it's not mass multiverse or it's not SJM. like theory related, but I just needed to drop that. S freaking JM. I know. And then she says it to Sam, like before he dies. Stop. I and know. At the end it's to Rowan, right? Yeah. Stop. I know. I know. I know. All the feels on that. Oh, Sorry, man. it's not theory related, but I just had to. Oh, I needed man. to drop it. All right. Wow. Yeah. That hurt. So there's that. <laughs> there's that. There's that. Now I'll do. I'll transition to theory. Yes. Um, I'll, I'll drop a theory for you. This okay. way you can recover emotionally on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So this is my theory question, okay. whatever. But like last names. I yep. don't know why, but like in Crescent City, we know everybody's last name. Okay. And I'm wondering, sort of theorizing, mm. if the reason we don't know last names in Akatar is right. because people are going to have the same last names. 
So Ooh. like is Reese's last name like Dannon or something to that effect. So it's like if we had known that, then we would have seen this whole mass multiverse crossover coming. Mm. So I'm wondering if like when the actual crossover happens in CC3, yeah. we're going to learn people's last names because they're connected. Oh, shoot. I don't know. That's just me hoping. That's such a good theory. Yeah. I love that. Questions. Questions. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I stole so many theories yes. today from, um, it's Emily theories mm-hmm. or Emily's, hold on. It's, it's Emily's theories. Emily's theories mm-hmm. on TikTok. She's incredible. Yep. And I've been just like, as I've come across these, I've been saving them and I'm like, oh shoot. <laughs> um, so these are a bit more lengthy, but totally fine. Totally worth it. So this first one, mm-hmm. let's talk about Bryce being high queen mm-hmm. of Perithian mm. in CC2. Okay. Okay. So we're going to take these steps back and it is just like, oh, this person, Emily, you're epic. Um, so there's a lot of nods in Crescent City mm-hmm. to like the like story of King Arthur. Yeah. Right. So they talk about the um, like Avalon Fay mm-hmm. and like there's Avalon Island mm-hmm. in King Arthur. And that's where Rune pulls the star sword right. out. Right. Which is very similar to like King Arthur pulling out his sword. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people have been like, oh, Rune's going to have like a King Arthur type retelling right. because of that particular thing. However, mm-hmm. right. They talk about, I think it's um, Adis who says that that sword belongs to Tia's female heir, mm-hmm. which is Bryce. Yes. So then it's like, okay, well what if this King Arthur figure is actually supposed to be Bryce? Hear this out. So King Arthur's true father, um, who was like King Uther, um, but he was raised by raised and adopted by a different man. Mm-hmm. Very similar to the Through way Randall. that Bryce, yep, Bryce and Randall. Um, and then Merlin, who's a powerful wizard, watches over King Arthur in the same way that Jessaba, mm. a powerful enchantress, yep. seems to be watching over Bryce. Mm-hmm. And then this is this is like wild to me. So at the end of CC two, um, Rigolus like says something about you remember you know how her like s- the star on her chest is yep. like glowing mm-hmm. um he says that it glows for those who you choose as your loyal companions mm-hmm. knights yeah and he calls them knights yeah which right king arthur yeah has the knights of the round table mm-hmm. and so right like when you so like cormac it yep. glows for cormac it glows for hunt mm-hmm. like it's not that she loves Cormac when he shows up, but like something in her maybe knew. Right. He was meant to be a Interesting. knight. And then you have, right, King Arthur is from like the was like the High King of Britain. Right. And Prithian is mm. shaped like Britain. <laughs> oh my gosh. So what if Bryce is going to be the High Queen? Bryce becomes <gasps> the High Queen. Interesting. And then just like to like add a little bit more fuel to this fire, right? We know this concept of high king from like a court of silver flames. Mm-hmm. And it, like, remember how he's like, if you have all of these blades, because Nesta makes those fancy blades, right. like you could be like high king. Mm-hmm. And because it was the same, same kind of thing with the like OG guy who did it is he had right. this special sword. And then like, obviously Bryce has that sword. Yeah. 
Um, so it's just like with all these, and then she just, she's referred to as a queen mm-hmm. so many times, yeah. especially in this book. Like she's in Hunt's phone as Bryce is a queen. Yep. Her queenly demeanor is referenced mm-hmm. and Rune even tells her in CC two, you have to be queen. Yeah. And then like, um, Cormac also agreed with it and said, he asked you to be queen. Didn't he? He's right. I think the choice about whether to lead our people forward will be up to you. Like it just keeps mm-hmm. being eluded. Interesting. You know what I mean? Yes. And then like hell's armies are like, mm-hmm. we're at your command right there. She has the horn, which is just like even more power. And in a way she's like a beacon for yeah. Brithian. So that's so interesting. What if she's going to be high queen? Oh, and then last thing, sorry. Sorry. There's that prophecy of when knife and sword are reunited, so shall mm-hmm. our people be. Mm-hmm. And so is this all going to like That's come so together with cool. her as high queen? I feel like I never thought of her being the high queen. I was always like, oh, it'd be Farah, like Farah yeah. and Reese, like running. I feel like I've it. heard people say it, but I haven't heard like good justification for it. Right. That makes me think Bryce could totally be. The Is that queen. what SJM's been alluding to this oh, whole time? That would be insane. That would be insane. I was freaking out reading I that. love that. That's an amazing theory. Right? Yes. And like, again, quality justification. Because yes. sometimes people throw out crazy shit. Yes. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, you give me a story like that. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yes. You're right. I'm wrong. Let's go. Yep. So, anywho, that was one of my theories. That's it's not mine it's emily's theory (laughs) it's a super legit theory um okay let's see i've got one it's a very short theory but um actually andy sent it to me today um and i know hi andy i miss you how's seattle (laughs) um okay so this one is I don't know where she got it from, but um, it's basically about Dorian. So yep. Throne of Glass reference um, and wondering if he could be like if his beast form is a word weird or word. word. It's such a I've heard back and both. Forth. Whatever. A word hound, weird hound. Um, we'll cross that bridge when we get to Throne we get of to, Glass. There's going to be a <laughs> lot of name confusion. And I'm going to have to whip out an audiobook. I know. Um, but yeah, if his beast form is a weird hound meant to protect the weird gates in Prithian, um, mm. I don't know. So I just thought that was a really interesting, like, huh, just huh. like, a, I don't know, maybe I could go maybe. for it. Just interesting. I'm intrigued mm-hmm. to say the least. Yes. Okay. I have another epic theory from Emily's Ooh, series. Let's do it. I love I'm, the I'm going hard on her today. I just, there were so many that I've been saving and I was like, okay, these are my favorites. I'm going to share. Yes. So another like CC topic. Mm-hmm. Let's talk mating bonds. Okay. Okay. So within the Sarah J. Mass universe, mm-hmm. right now we kind of have like three reasons that a mating bond happens, right? Maybe um, you're pairing up people who are equals, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of in reference. Um, pairing up people who would create like powerful offspring. Mm-hmm. Or it's like because the cauldron told you so right. at this point. But Emily... Mm-hmm. says she thinks there's a little bit more to this okay so apparently sarah j mass is a huge fan of sailor moon okay i so love sailor moon let me <laughs> just throw watched, that out there i haven't watched sailor moon since i was probably like oh, eight years I thought old you're gonna say you've never watched it I was no no, no. i was like probably like eight years old but like i almost want to yeah 
go back and like randomly rebinge that. I mean, I haven't watched it since I was like eight years old either. But, but I, I loved it. I loved Sailor Moon. I was like a Sailor Jupiter fan. Of course saying. you were. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, you know, we should pick a day and just like binge watch. I love old that. Sailor Moon. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. But so she's a huge fan. Mm-hmm. And she's maybe dropping these like sailor moon hints as it comes what? across his crescent city so okay. she had an interview recently mm-hmm. that had like sailor moon like imagery behind her as like a poster she had a reveal video for cc3 mm-hmm. and in her like pen holder is something that like looked like the like <gasps> um what's it called like oh my gosh i what don't is know it? what it's gonna be called <sighs> Like a staff thing. It's like a staff. It's something that like a queen or a king would hold. A scepter? Scepter. That seems like a great word. So like a scepter. Mm -hmm. And then let's talk about this idea of star seeds, Mm -hmm. which is very similar to first light. Yeah. So in Sailor Moon's world, a star seed is like your soul. Mm -hmm. They manifest as starlight, which is already sounding like a little familiar. Right. Right. Okay. And then. Also, like within the SJM world, like mm-hmm. we see souls equal stars, right? With Starfall, mm-hmm. um, and so apparently, um, in Sailor Moon, uh, the star seed like originates from the galaxy cauldron. Okay. Then, when people die, their souls, which are their star seeds, mm-hmm. return to the cauldron. You didn't think you'd be getting a Sailor Moon lesson today? I did not. But okay, but that's very similar. Mm-hmm. To the cauldron in Akatar. Yes. The cauldron creates life. Mm-hmm. And um, the cauldron is what one enters in theory after death, right? Like right. Amran and Reese, like the whole end of Akawar, mm-hmm. they like were being saved because they were able to be taken out of the cauldron. The cauldron. Yeah. Um, so, however, mm-hmm. the lore of Sailor Moon goes on to say that one starseed, their soul, will always return to the cauldron after death again and again and again. Mm-hmm. So very much like a reincarnation. Okay. Like life, yeah. death, rebirth. That's the concept there. So if Sailor Moon or SJM is pulling all the Sailor Moon lore, mm-hmm. is there something true about that in mm-hmm. the SJM universe that when you die, your soul manifests as a star, travels on Starfall in an attempt to find the cauldron. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you're reborn. <gasps> In the same world, or maybe a new one. I love this. Okay. I am so here for this. But then you're like, Alex, you started this off talking about mates. Right. Well, um, well, okay. Well, first off, it, it, it'll, so Reese mentions that like the number of stars mm-hmm. in Starfall are dwindling yeah. also, which would make sense if the Asteri are literally eating the souls of the people that die. Yeah. Right? So that's yeah. why stars are dwindling. So just like one last mm-hmm. like thing there. And then the bo- just okay, sorry. One more thing. The <laughs> bone carver also like is like asking her mm-hmm. um Feyre about what dying was like. Mm-hmm. And he was like um he asked if like she saw a portal to a new world, if she was given a new body. Mm-hmm. Like weird. Again. Yeah. Sounds like reincarnation thing. And okay, so we have that. Now let's talk mating bond. If the mating bond is an everlasting link mm-hmm. between souls, what if when a couple dies and their mm-hmm. souls pass to the next life, the mating bond is ensuring that they will always find each other Aww. in every world, in every lifetime? 
I so let's think about what Cassian said to Nesta. Yeah. Right. I mm-hmm. will find you again in the next world, the next life, and we will have that time, I promise. Mm-hmm. Which I know is just like sweet, but like it could mean more. Could, maybe it's more. And maybe that could justify like um like I know folks are like, what if someone in Akatar might be mated to someone in mm-hmm. CC? Like maybe. Yeah. And maybe that's why maybe certain mating bonds don't always make sense at first because mm-hmm. maybe those the way those souls were like placed in the world made yeah. sense made more sense in a different one but not as much in a second That's so interesting i don't know i love that theory right so it's kind of too combined it's like mating bond slash reincarnation mm-hmm. huh? i think that's the coolest thing ever and also i love sweet? if she pulled sailor moon and if she pulled it. sailor moon <laughs> Like, I just was cracking the up. The fact that, that people notice these details astounds oh my me. God. Or what's even more astounding is that is SJM like laying these Easter eggs for people to like pick up on? I think she is, but I'm also a Swifty, so I'm just like extra like a, on alert at right. all times. I know. <laughs> or I'm like, are we all crazy and think that like that could also we be just true. read too much into literally everything? It could be true, but we finished Throne of Glass. I know. So questions i don't know that's that's super cool right i love that okay let's go um okay so this one came in uh via dm from mama kate okay um hi mama kate hi mama kate i won't read the full handle but um so this theory so back when i guess it's the end of cc2 when hunt gets his tattoo yep back and you know we're talking about like does he remember anything right um it's kind of interesting because so she was talking about how she read Throne of Glass and couldn't help but think of the halo tattoo that Dorian gets and his reaction sounds weirdly similar to Hunt's and that he can't remember anything. Wait, and when did Dorian get a halo tattoo? No, he didn't get a halo tattoo. He got the oh, black the, collar. Yes. So, yes. so like similar. Oh, my God. Comparisons. Yes. Um, so is there like a Valg thing? Right. So that's the thing. It's like, cause he had the Valg demon in him and it's like, is this tattoo like putting some kind of something like that Ooh. into hunt that he like, you know, can't get his thoughts through and can't control himself. I don't oh, know. No. I don't know. But I was just like, you know, like Dorian struggles to remember everything like who he is while this demons inside him. And I'm like, is hunt going to be going through a similar struggle with this halo. I don't know. I was like, Mama Kate, you're amazing. Like that this would is a, be crazy. That's a brilliant theory. But I was like, it's tr- like the reaction so is good. like very similar. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought that was super brilliant. And they're both just like, you know, magical objects in some yeah. way. So it's totally possible. Ooh. I know. That's crazy. Super crazy. Does Hunt get headaches? That's a sign. I don't know. I don't know. You got to go back and and look for it. I know. Ah! Okay. That actually ties in really nicely to the last theory I'm going to tell you from Emily's theories. Okay. Because I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Emily. I, I just have to share these with everybody. You're getting credit. Like, it's not like we're just stealing (laughs) your theories. (laughs) But anywho. Okay. So this actually ties in nicely with this one. Okay. And it's the evil Asriel theory. (gasps) No. Hear it out. I I also, this is another situation where I like shook my head at the title Mm -hmm. and then I read it and I was like, oh, 
Well, cause so we had talked about this, I think in our last, uh, Q and a, somebody had asked if we yeah. had read the evil Asriel theory and, and we're, we're like, like no. no, well, well, lo and behold, we're about to for okay. everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Listen to this. Okay. So this is what Emily says. So when Asriel was a child, mm-hmm. he was kept in a dungeon cell, quote unquote, with no air, no light. Mm-hmm. And there's a place in Perithian that matches this description. The prison. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if we recall in Akamath, Azriel mysteriously mysteriously said that the prison sentries, quote, know him and know, quote, what he is. Interesting. Weird. Oh, I don't like when you put it in this perspective. Now it's making me really question it. But the, it literally, so like the direct quote is, I'll go. The prison sentries know me, what I am. Why do the prison centuries know him so well? Yeah. So we also have no idea how Asriel found Truth Teller, mm-hmm. the blade, the weapon of the Starborn of the Dusk Court. Mm-hmm. But where do we think the Dusk Court was once situated? The prison. The prison. So if Asriel mm-hmm. was locked in the prison, mm-hmm. that begs the question, why? Right. Why was he there? So despite what we've been told of Faye, Maybe Azrael was put in the prison for his own protection. Hmm. Um, the bone carver once said that the prison is the only place in Prithian to hide from Koshe. Um, But then why would someone want to protect Azrael from Koshe? Mm-hmm. Now let's look at Koshe. Okay. Okay. So it maybe Koshe is not just a sorcerer. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's actually someone named Orcus. Or Orcus, who is, if you remember Throne of Glass, Erwin, mm-hmm. his older brother and the most powerful Valg king of all time. Oh, my gosh. So Erwin was the one who was like side by side with Maeve. Right. So this is like. Even worse. Even worse. Okay. So, right. If you, we put on our Throne of Glass hats, um, Maeve banished Orcus mm-hmm. and someone named Mantix, who's another Val king, to their home world. Yeah. But what if he actually went to Prithian mm-hmm. instead, somehow, yep. and alongside two other Valg creatures who were fighting in his army, which could be the Bone Carver and the Weaver. Maybe mm-hmm. they have some Valg in them. Yep. The Weaver bled black blood, yep. which is trademark mm-hmm. of the Valg. And all three of them couldn't be killed, only contained. Right. Just like Erwin. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Koshe, though, always seemed different right. than the other two, right? Bone Carver and Weaver were quote unquote twins and they mm-hmm. were like kind of good, but Koshe was far worse. Right. And they kind of just called him his their sibling. Mm-hmm. They didn't say like brother. Like maybe there was like a weird like word. So, it almost seemed like he maybe was worse and could have been a Val king. But if we keep going back, uh, Vasa, who was explaining what she knew about Koshe, mm-hmm. she stated that long ago when Prithian was on the cusp of disaster, Koshe tried to make himself its master. Where have we heard that before? Um, the previous high king, mm-hmm. um, who was the fey warrior, saved the Prithian from the brink of war by uniting everyone and becoming High King. And he overthrew the Daglin, who were those like monster creatures. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so it says, however, a single Fey warrior defeating those kinds of beings 
isn't super likely, right? Right. Like, you're like, they're the worst. Mm-hmm. Some fey warriors casually doing this. Um, so what if instead he bound him to a fey body, mm-hmm. making him koshe? Hmm. So what if Fionn, who's the evil guy from Prithian's history, right? Orcus, this foul high king mm-hmm. and Koshe are all the same person in the end. Ooh. So if they're all the same person. Yep. Right. And it was also hinted that Fionn was maybe romantically involved with Queen Tia. Mm-hmm. So if Fionn, who was actually a Val king, who was Orcus, who is Koshe. Yep. Um, was intimate with Queen Tia. Mm-hmm. They could have maybe created a lineage that had shadow manipulation yeah winnowing mind talking right those are all valg powers right and so maybe there's like fey line that comes down from there Mm -hmm. um so at one point it says that tia killed him but again in that instance of if he is koshe what if she like banished him to the lake so all that to say, mm-hmm. what if these three people are the same? Yep. And he's been contained at this lake and stuck there. Mm-hmm. So, Koshe still has intense power mm-hmm. and he's known for luring and trapping women at his lake. Yes. So, what if one of those women was Azrael's mother? Okay. And Koshe is Azrael's father. Ooh. So, this would explain why Azrael can winnow. Yeah. Even though no other Illyrian except Reese can. Mm-hmm. Because Koshe can. Right. It like specifically says that Koshe winnowed away. Mm-hmm. Koshe also has shadow manipulation powers. It says mm-hmm. that uh, Val Kings were described as masters of shadow. Mm-hmm. And Asriel's shadow singer ability is the control of shadow. Mm-hmm. And it says, like, um, when, he, when they talk about the Val Kings, it says that they're masters of shadow. Yeah. Um, and it says the Val could summon shadows if they wished and hide within them. Very yes. similar to Asriel. Mm-hmm. So it's like Asriel's just like too close to having yeah. some of these Valg powers. It's weird. So if all of that is true, mm-hmm. is Asriel kind of like a Valg prince in a way? So he also talks about how he's cold. Mm-hmm. Um, so Feyre notes many times, mm-hmm. actually, that Asriel's skin, skin feels like ice, pure ice, which is weird. Weird. Um, and then in Asriel mythology, or in mythology, Asriel is like the name of a demon, mm-hmm. apparently. And then when Bryce tells this thing to take her to Prithian, mm-hmm. uh, or well, when it takes her to Prithian, she says she wants to find a prince of hell. Yeah. But she's taken to Asriel mm-hmm. instead. So like. Is he the prince of hell is he a prince of hell by being the offspring of valg prince which is maybe koshe i don't know so that's so interesting just like lots of different pieces yeah and okay now potential of like could he be evil with this Mm -hmm. so in real life mythology koshe is famous for hiding his soul outside of his own body Mm -hmm. and this is why he's known as like koshe the deathless um so what if he hid his soul or part of it inside of asriel Right, because that's something that they do mm-hmm. with like Dorian with right. the like the iron collar. colors or whatever. Mm-hmm. But maybe since he's like part Valg, it's like easier. And then okay, I think this is yeah, I'm almost done. Um, so it's also interesting that Azrael shadows despise two things mm-hmm. light mm-hmm. and fire. Yeah. Which are two things Valgs hate the yeah. most. Um and he also has headaches all the time. Yeah. 
Why does he like That's they make so Elaine even makes a joke of giving him medicine for a headache. Yeah. And so what if like Koshi's just like in there? Oh, and then this is this is the big one. So in a court of silver flames, you remember how they run into Koshi at this thing? Mm-hmm. Well, he he tells that he tells Azrael that he's been preparing for him for months. Remember he like specifically called out Asriel? That's so weird. Like, why do I not see these things as I'm reading as weird? Why is it I just read it right? and I'm like, oh, because he's a shadow singer. Like maybe he's just preparing for battle. Yeah. But no. Why has he been preparing for Asriel for months? Like specifically. Why does Asriel have headaches? Asriel. Oh why does Asriel gosh. feel like ice? Oh. Why does Asriel like If Asriel's bad, could you imagine? Like but maybe the it's devastation not, to the fan base. I know, but what? But what if it's like it's not? It's like Dorian, right? It's right. like there's something in him that's controlling him. Right. He doesn't necessarily have to be bad. Right. But, but it's like maybe that's why. Like, I mean, he all those things line up like that theory. Not that he's bad, but like that he could have something bad inside of him. Yes. And that he's you know set up for evil yeah like what if he is part valg or maybe he just has valk in him and then has all of right these effects that's such an interesting theory like I've there's I've, too many valg connections there's too many like I've, I've heard people talk about like he could be the prince of hell or he could be this or he could be that yeah but that's like laid it all out so well that yeah. i'm like he has to be he has to be part valg or like something. valg related there has to be something valg related in there that's, and so is he going to be controlled? Is there going to be like... There has to be Throne of Glass tie-ins. Like there there, There's going to have to be something. If there is not. Like all these things... It makes no like, sense. No. All these connections, they there has to be there Throne of Glass. Be. Maybe not in CC3, but in, you know, Actar 7 or something. Like something. There, there, there will be. There has to be a tie-in with all of this. Right? Yes. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. So... Bum, bum, Dang, what a theory to end on. Right. Oh, I have I do have one minor one. Okay. Maybe just to like lighten, lighten things up a little <laughs> bit. This is a this is a light one. I'm um, okay. Last theory is House of Flame and Shadow related. CC3. Ooh, okay. But like slightly fun. Let's theorize mm-hmm. what House of Flame and Shadow could mean. Ooh, okay. Okay. So obviously we know it's a house name. Yes. But two other ideas that I thought were interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, what if it's representative of Aelin and Reese? Mm. Flame and Shadow. Yes. Right? And then also Aelin's just been called the Queen of Flame and Shadow, which, mm-hmm. again, if Throne of Glass is not somehow connected, to be tied in. I'm going to lose my shit. Um, so there's that. But one other idea that I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Rune and Lydia. Mm. Because in their, like, dream world, she's fire. She's right. these flames and he's these shadows. Yeah. What if it has something to do with them? That could be super interesting. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it's referring to, but... I don't know. I've seen... So this isn't necessarily the name itself, but the cover. Um, yeah. So we know it's going to be like purple. Yeah. Violet. Uh, but the actual visual has not been released yet. Correct. I, I think like they've said that the visuals have come out in September for the previous book. Yeah. So we're hoping September for the okay. new one. But violet is like the color scheme. Yeah. So there's been talk of like, what if, cause you know how like the image is kind of like a person yep. on it's almost like split in half. Yep. What if it's like Reese and Rune, Ooh. like the violet eyes, violet they're, eyes. they're, you know, similar. I was like, oh, <gasps> that's so cool. But it's like the same image that's on CC2 because that's Ooh. Rune 
and Reese looks just like him. So it's like, is it going to be the same image, but just with Violet? Ooh. I don't know. I love it, though. I love it. I'm so excited for CZ3. Oh, my God. It literally cannot get here fast enough. I know. I'm dying inside. I know. All right. I guess we'll just have to keep podcasting until then. I guess so. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you guys think? Yes. That was a lot of wild theories. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing your theories with us. Yes. We keep sending them. them. Yes. Please keep sending them. Um, and we'll talk next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe and let us know what you think. Check out our Patreon for more ways to support and connect with us for as low as $1 a month. You can also find us on Instagram at, at @fairiesandfangirls. Jump in on the conversation and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye.